Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the podcast. Thanks for hanging out and coming to check on some financial answers with Nathan O'Brien and myself here on the Financial Answer. And we're going to talk about reading your statements this go around on the podcast. Something kind of simple in a way, but something we don't really yeah, talk about that like much. It. So what's going on, buddy? How are you? Oh, going good. Doing really good. Yeah. Everybody uh, hopefully is excited about this weekend. Extra long weekend. That's yeah, coming we're out. So, this. Yeah. Yep. Before yeah. Memorial. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So, um, y'all look, y'all look forward to that. I know on hot Monday dogs, everybody hamburgers. is. Yeah, hot dogs, hamburgers. Yep, yep, that's right. And get out on the lake. Yep. That's right. The, unof- yeah. the unofficial kickoff to, to summer. That's, everybody that's right. uses Memorial Day for that, even though it's not technically. Uh, but let's also remember what it's actually for. So you know, just remember the sacrifices that uh, were made for our absolutely. country. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's the point yeah, of it. Absolutely. Not to that's not to right. bring too heavy of a thing into it, but still, <laughs> it's it's the importance of it. Yeah. Uh, especially for uh, all of us who still have family serving and things of that nature. So it's mm-hmm. always one of those That's things. Right. Thank you. Thank you Absolutely. for your service. That's Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I hope you guys have a good holiday and I hope you guys enjoy whatever you're going to be doing and have some good hamburgers and hot dogs and whatnot. But uh, for now, let's talk real quick about reading our financial statements or just reading our statements. Nearly everybody, Nathan, uh, gets some kind of a statement from their oh, investment yeah. account, right? I mean, Yeah, they do. Monthly, quarterly, whatever it is. Uh-huh. Um, and sometimes you look at it. Most don't. <laughs> most don't in the, <laughs> in the right. drawer. That's uh, right. They tend to look at it as they get closer to retirement. And then that's okay. when a lot of questions come out, you know, right. and some things that, you know, we're, we're going to discuss, I think, today. So Some, yeah. some look at it. Some turn it, uh, toss it into the um, maybe the burn bucket that you're going to, you know, that's what, my, <laughs> that's that's what right. we do a lot of times. We've, yeah. got, the, we've got the paper and, and cardboard bucket that we burn and whatnot. So, yeah. But uh, for those who do look at it, how much do they really understand and how much do you understand what you're looking at? So let's go through a few things. Nathan, just going to kind of break it down for us a little bit to make it potentially easier yeah. to understand okay. if we take yeah. the time to look at, for example, the income projection. Yeah, that's a big confusing item. Um, I think a lot of people need to read really the fine print, you know, um, underneath that. So typically you'll see these on 401k statements and, and things like that. And so it comes down to, you know, it's showing you a projection that you're going to be able to draw off of, you know, a certain amount of money every month. And a lot of people just look at that and say, hey, when I retire, I can get you know, $2,000 a month for the rest of my life. That's normally not what that says, you know. So if you read the fine print, it's saying if it makes 6% a year, typically the the rate of return is there. And it's also usually got a time frame. I mean, it's usually just a 10 to 15 year window. That's it. And so uh, income projections are something, especially on like 401k statements, you just really need to read the fine print and make sure you know, you understand what that's projecting. And, you know, if you retire at 65 and it's going to last 15 years, that's, you know, that's your life expectancy. But what if you lived to 85 or 90, you know, so that you don't have a paycheck for that last five or 10 years, if that's what you, you know, plan on taking. So be careful with that. That's something to really pay a lot of attention to. 
Yeah, absolutely. And you know, the income projection. You no, know, now reading the fine print, you lost a lot of people, right? Like, oh, come on, I don't want to read the fine print. <laughs> no, that's right. No, and that's, that's what right. they're counting on sometimes, right? Yeah, is to not yeah. read the fine print. So yeah, sometimes that's it's right. worth it, or at least worth it again to go through some of the stuff and, and get at least a decent look at it. And that way, then if you do have questions, you can follow up with your advisor and say, hey. What about this, right? What about yeah. that? What about yeah. asset allocation summary, for example? Yeah, I mean, that's something that, uh, you know, people people look at that. And typically, all that's talking about, Mark, is just saying, you know, what you've got in U.S. stocks and international stocks and mm-hmm. bonds and cash. You know, that's it. And, and it's often a pie chart. It is. Yeah, it's yeah. often in a pie chart. And so you see four or five different pieces of the pie and you think, oh, man, I'm, I'm diversified. Great. You know, everything looks good <laughs> right. and all that. I've got five colors. I'm good. Yeah, I've got five different colors here. Everything's fantastic. But what I end up finding almost always, this is not rare. This is almost every single occasion. When I look at someone's 401k, all of the you know U.S. stocks and international stocks, it's all large caps. And mm-hmm. so okay. everything moves the same. It all moves up and down, you know, the same amount. You know, so if something's up 10 percent, everything's up 10, which is fine. But when it's down 10 you know, everybody's like, oh, this is, you know, the world's coming to an end. So, (laughs) yeah. So, yeah. So, you you know, you've got to make sure that you're diversified more than just looking at that asset allocation summary that you see on that statement. You know, there are things such as asset classes like large cap stocks, small caps, mid caps, those kind of things. Those are things you really need to focus on and not really the 10,000 foot view that they're showing you yeah. on your on your monthly state or quarterly statement. No, with your I, yeah, I agree with you on there. Yeah. Uh, and there's definitely a lot of those little things. And of course, well, a lot of times when we open up the to read these statements, Nathan, we're, we're looking for the income projection. That was the first one, right? We're kind of looking yeah, to see the what bottom the, line. the big it. number is, right? Yeah. And then we're also yeah. looking for fees, right? Ooh, mm, I don't know why yeah. I became Macho yeah. Man Savage all of a sudden, but <laughs> oh yeah, fees. No, <laughs> but we're looking for the fees. Uh, <laughs> and to a Slim Jim. That's right. Step into a Slim Jim, brother. Uh, <laughs> what are the fees and the things that we should be looking at? Because often we do talk about the fact that they're hard to find these as well. In, oh, they're in impossible. Yeah. yeah, they're impossible to find. I mean, even with the rules and regulations that have come out in the past few years, there's still so much hidden fees and things that, I mean, they tell you about them, but it's in a book that's 300 pages long and you get it once a year and and everybody throws it in the trash. And so (laughs) there's so many types of fees that people just aren't aware of, you know, and, and, um, like 12B1, I mean, that's a, that's a really common fee. 12B1 is just basically marketing fees, you Mm -hmm. know, I mean, that's really what it comes down to. So 12B1 fees are, are a big thing. That's, you know, a minimum of a quarter of a percent, you know, so 0.25% can be as high as like 0.75, I think. Wow. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that, that one fee alone can be fairly hefty. Then you've got fund fees, which sometimes they show you that. They typically show you that on a, on your statement. But yeah. I mean, you ask somebody, they don't, they don't know. Nobody pays attention to that and that's stuff. And that's and fund fees, not fund, fund fees. Not fun. No, they're not <laughs> right. fun. That's they're not right. fund that's fees. They're fund, fund fees. fees. Right. Yeah, that's exactly. right. And there's also internal TPA fee, which is basically third-party administrator fees okay. um, is what that is. Advisor fees. Sometimes also, if you've got an annuity, then there's other fees on top of that. So it can be an annuity inside of a 401k even. So um, they start to stack. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. So, so understanding it, right? We talk about the hidden yep. fees all the time. Yeah. Understanding that, because you know, how many times, I mean, hey, I've got a 401k from work and they don't charge me any fees. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. No, they do it for free. That's, yeah. yeah. That's Come on. Let's it. just yep. be realistic, folks. They do. <laughs> Uh, you don't see it, maybe, but they it's there. I promise yeah. you it's there. Do you yeah. know, just to kind of illustrate this point, do you know that 
when if you like when you buy an airplane ticket, for example, take a look. You know, there's still a nine one one surcharge fee on that tax fee. No, there's still a nine eleven. There's a nine eleven fee still for flying on airplanes. It's been twenty wow. years. Wow. And there's still a, and there was a tax initially to help the airlines recover, right? Uh, but you know, mm. it's just like any tax, just like anything. It never Once, goes away. Right. Yeah. 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 They're, they're like, there, I'm yeah. not taking this off. They might call it something different at some point. <laughs> That's right. But I'm not taking it off. So Well they what they can do now is they say, Well, we've got all this extra security because of that that you're you know right. that's delaying you getting on the plane. So And I think that, I think there's a COVID <laughs> feed now. I think there's a COVID charge oh, if I'm probably. not mistaken. There's everything for so COVID. That may, that may not be removed either. <laughs> <laughs> Although, you know, I got to say real fast, when you 12B1 fees, does, just for some reason, that sounds to me like a Euro pop band. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, hey, how, how'd a, they come up with that? Here's the That's new crazy. single from, from 12B1, right? <laughs> just sounds like a song. I yeah, don't know. I, don't, I don't understand why, how they the came names, up with a name yeah. for that. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, so. some of the names make sense, like a 401k, right? right? Yeah. It's, it's, a li- it's the line code. Yeah, yeah, no, it, that's right. In, in the tax code, it's a tax yeah, code. That's yeah. it. Yeah, um, and Roth, right, is named after a senator named Roth, right? Yeah. So I mean, some yeah, of the stuff makes right. sense, but some that's of the other right. stuff is kind of strange and random, you know. Especially like we've said before on the show, I want to be the guy like the czar of acronyms, the person that just sits around <laughs> and comes up with the CARES Act, right, yeah. or the Secure Act, setting every community up for retirement enhancement, right? You yeah. know, just coming yeah. up with these random. <laughs> Oh, we're gonna put this letter together and this word, That's the this letter. For and, yeah, you. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's also something called Henry's, right? And it's something in the financial world called a Henry high income net realized or unrealized, well, something like that. Yeah, yeah. There's all all kinds yeah, of there's all kinds, all kinds, there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, sorry, a little diatribe. No, Back fine. to uh, reading our statements, folks. Cost basis. So, what is a first of all? What is a cost basis, and what's important about us? Yeah, maybe cost basis that? is fairly simple. Um, you know, I mean, it's it's basically what you paid for it. You know, so a great thing to think about here is just your house. I mean, if you paid a hundred thousand for your house, then you know that's your cost basis for it. And if you do any work or renovations or upgrades or anything like that, you just keep adding that as your cost basis to it. So the money you spend on that. So that's really what a cost basis is on your investment statement as well. So if you put, you know, a thousand dollars a month in for 10 months, that's $10,000. That's your cost basis. Okay. Okay. Um, So that's just what you put in over time. And then your, you know, your growth is hopefully over that more than that. So Gotcha. Um, in your account. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then final one, disclosures. And back to your point earlier, fine print. Yeah. So fine print, um, we talked about that a little bit with, you know, at the beginning talking about income projections. But another thing that, um, you know, people I think tend to overlook are just a lot of the like FDIC insurance, SIPC insurance, things like that, that are on like investment statements. So it's important. That's that's why you have a custodian. So that's why you have a TD Ameritrade or a Charles Schwab or a Fidelity. Those, they all provide you with protection from fraudulent actions. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're, you know, Bernie Madoff type situations. If that happens, um, you get refunded for that and you're not left holding the bag, you know, when, you know, in that case, his client, Bernie Madoff's clients didn't have that custodian. So right, they right. ended up losing that. So SIPC insurance on investments is not like FDIC. It, it may kind of sound the same, but it's not. <laughs> so um, SIPC is basically just, you know, Security Investor Protection Corporation, what it stands for, and it's there to protect against fraud. So if your advisor runs off with the money or if a company goes bankrupt or something like that, a custodian goes bankrupt, then you typically have lots and lots of protection there. Most accounts are protected, you know, $25 million or more um, in protection there for that kind of thing. Okay, so gotcha, TD is right. one that we use and it's 150 million. So it's, oh, it, nice. you know, it's a lot, but 
Um, but it's, that's one thing that a lot of people don't know about, they aren't aware of, and that's on every single statement you receive um, from a custodian. They talk about FDIC, which everybody pretty much is familiar with, and then also SIPC insurance. Yeah, and nobody, look, I mean, I get it. Most of us do not want to read the disclosures or the fine no, print. That's right. Uh, and that's what a lot of times things are counting. I always make this joke about, I've said for years, um, about, you know, every time, you know, iTunes did an update, right? And you would, you know, have to agree to it. <laughs> yeah. And you don't know what you're agreeing to. No, and and I'd right. said for years, I was like, we're probably agreeing to buy like yellow cake uranium or something and <laughs> and didn't even realize it. And then it's, like, a number of years ago, South Park did an episode spoof of that where they, uh, they did a really, <laughs> really disturbing thing. They mixed a couple of pop things that were having, pop culture things that were happening at that time. But the mm-hmm. things you could be agreeing to in a lot of these things that you just never bothered to read. That's right. And so, yeah. uh, you know, reading our statements is not something most of us are probably going to want to really, you know, oh boy, let's break out the popcorn and read some statements. <laughs> but it's good to have at least a decent knowledge of what some of the major components are yeah. and what they might mean to you so that you can have, a, you know, again, keep a good eye or at least, you know, kind of a grasp on what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the income projections, like we talked about at the beginning, that's super important to understand that because that really can blow up your entire retirement plan. If you're expecting to get the two grand a month for the rest of your life and it's only for 10 years, you can see how that's a that's a big mistake. Yeah. You know, so that and asset allocation fees, all of those things are super important. So it's really it really is important to understand what you're looking at, you know, on a monthly or quarterly basis. You don't have to watch it all the time because that stuff typically doesn't change. Right. You know, once it's set there, but you need to understand what it's saying to you when you look at it. So, and if you don't, you know, that's what we're here for. We can help you with that. Yeah. Reach out to us. Let us go through that with you and help you understand that more clearly. That's half the point. Well, maybe not half the point, but it's certainly a point of working with an advisor. (laughs) Uh, So if you got some questions about reading your statements, you need some help, reach out to Nathan and Tanya there. 855-51-COACH. They'll help you out. 855-51-COACH is the number to call. And of course, you can always stop by the website, thefinancialanswer.com. We make it uh, easy for you to get in touch with Nathan. There's ways to do that. A lot of good tools, tips, and resources at thefinancialanswer.com. Don't forget to subscribe. Hit uh, the subscribe button on Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever platform you use. You can share that, find all that at the website, and let you know share it with somebody who might benefit from the message. Again, from the financial answer at thefinancialanswer.com. All right, my friend, I'm going to let you go this week. So I hope you guys have a great Memorial weekend. Yeah, you guys too. And uh, yeah, we'll talk in June. Sounds good. Just around Sounds the corner. Good. So I know. we'll see you next time here on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien from O'Brien and Associates. O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.